Welcome to the Dishing with Donna podcast featuring Chef Megan, a premier food conversation. Welcome back. Here we are again. Yay, welcome back to the Dishing with Donna show. With Chef Megan. Megan. Talk about celebration. Oh, I love this holiday. This is a food holiday. It is. Yes. Cinco Cinco de de Mayo Mayo is this week. I love Cinco de Mayo. You know what? I think it was last year. Was it the year before where Taco Tuesday? We didn't do anything last year. That's right. Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what what year it was, though, that Taco Tuesday fell on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. I mean, hello. Oh, and then all those restaurants probably, you know, $1 tacos, and <laughs> they're know. like out of business, man. I mean, uh, who doesn't want to celebrate tacos, burritos, and guac? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Oh, did you know the number? Oh, this is this is so funny. Beer sales on Cinco de Mayo and around Cinco de Mayo are equal to that of the Super Bowl. <gasps> I did not know that. I know. I gave you a little nugget there. You did give me the nugget. <laughs> you gave me a tostada. Ah, or a nacho. And some mole sauce. <laughs> <laughs> mole, mole. Uh. Guacamole. All right. Well, I think everybody knows. I think it's pretty much common knowledge that America celebrates Cinco de Mayo, but yes. not so much Mexico. No. Isn't that weird? Well, it kind of came up through California. And then, yes. you know, we were honoring the Mexican-American relationship. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people in South, uh, in Southern California had direct family members that were still in Mexico. So they were celebrating big time that their family members were still alive. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was, it was super exciting. And Cinco de Mayo commemorates the Mexican army's victory over the French empire at the battle of Puebla. Do you know what year that was? I do, but only because I looked it up. Oh, my God. 1862. Yeah. Do you know what was happening then? What else was happening then? <laughs> like, that was pre, pre-pandemic. pre <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's so, so many pandemics ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are your favorite things that if you were to do a Cinco de Mayo celebration, mm-hmm. what are your go-tos as far as food? Well, I love always setting up a taco bar. Oh, I love taco bars. Yes, taco bars. And it is a fail-proof. Everybody loves a taco bar. You just set out all your meats, whatever you want, your you know, your chickens, if you want shrimp, uh, obviously beef, of course, chorizo, the Mexican sausage. And then, you know, you scoot over and you can have your cheeses or you can have all of your veggies and or your whatever. Guacamole. You're, of course, you got to have the guacamole. Yeah. So, but yeah, have an open um, taco bar, build your own tacos, number one. And then my personal go-to and my number one favorite dish, my husband could tell you like that. Oh, Donna will always want this. It is called choripollo. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Something with chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, chori is for the chorizo, which okay. is the sausage. Oh, sure. And pollo is chicken. So okay. choripollo. It is a chicken breast that's been flattened. Quickly fried, okay. not breaded, okay. just quickly fried in some oil, you okay. know what I mean? And then topped with really hot chorizo sausage. Mm. And then you take the queso that you dip your uh, tortilla chips in, mm. like when you're like, oh, I'd like to start off with a cheese dip. Yeah. 
you take that exact cheese and then you drizzle it all over the Ooh, chicken with the chorizo. Yum. Yeah. You eat it with some refried beans. Oh my goodness, it's my number one favorite I think, Mexican dish. I think besides the guacamole, of course, because you know you got to have guacamole, but I think one of my favorite things is fish tacos. Really? Yeah, because you know what I like to do if you're building it as well, you know, building your taco bar, um, you got to have cabbage on there, some uh-huh. slaw, some slaw cabbage, right. um, just even regular avocado, lime. Uh, you can use yogurt uh, instead of sour cream. Oh, okay. You have Greek yogurt instead of sour cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you can, you know, use different fish. You could use snapper. Mm-hmm. You could use salmon. You could use uh, mahi-mahi. Shrimp. Yeah. Or shrimp, even yes. scallops. I mean. I love the creativity with tacos. I and, do too. And, so, and fish tacos are always my favorite. And of course, topped with loads of cilantro yes. to help detoxify your body. But <laughs> a, a couple of other things. Um, I was going to mention that guacamole, if you um, want a kind of little alternative or e- even just to pump it up, or let's say you've got a big group, yeah. you can add about a, a cup of peas to your guacamole. What? Yeah. So you're not I've like, never, ever ever heard of that. Yeah, so you add that and you can serve it, you know, just like you would guacamole. That way you're going to add more texture to it and kind of you know, kind of fill up so you're not just using just avocado. Because sometimes they have avocados can get kind of expensive so mm-hmm. it depends on how big your group is you know, True. or whatever. So, and then okay. uh, you don't even detect the peas in there. And not know, peas Megan. out of a can. Not peas out of a can. Let's just go frozen peas, okay? Or fresh peas. Peas are and, one of the things I absolutely cannot stand oh gosh i don't i cannot stand i'm gonna tell you why okay no sidebar (laughs) the reason i don't like peas it is a psychological thing because when i was growing up my mother is very very southern and she did that thing that a lot of parents used to do where the children do not get up from the table until they have eaten every single crumb of that whatever is some they were given. Good child rearing there for oh, your mom. It was traumatic. Oh, so geez. she would always give these this huge mountain of green peas, and no kid wants to dig into I those. I did. What? Maybe I'm the freak then, but like <laughs> I love vegetables. Megan, let your freak flag shine because look at what it did for you later in life. <laughs> but, but no, I think it's like a psychological thing that and black-eyed peas. Like we would have to eat mountains of these things. Well, you know, and, and take those things and you transform them into current times, and mm. you're putting them with things that you do like. So if you're mixing them in, you're going to do that chili, chili powder, lime flavors, cumin, things like that. Uh-huh. Those are all those. Blends of Mexican flavors yeah. that are going to go into that food. Um, how about you? Know, I'm going to mention that the, the the pea thing in your guacamole to my husband because I want to I want to get his take on that. Yeah, do if get this back is your to me first episode of listening to us, my husband is an executive chef, yeah. and um, I go to him for all my food questions. Yes, and then I come over and I eat it. And we eat your stuff too. (laughs) It's like a give and take. Uh, Another little quick uh, recipe you could do for your Cinco de Mayo celebration, black bean soup. So you can puree that black bean soup. um, You know, just use low sodium broths, things like that. But there's antioxidants, Mm. full of antioxidants in black beans. And, you know, and when you're blending it and breaking up the bean, it's going to be a lot 
those same flavors. I love black you know? bean soup. Oh, I, I love I love beans, and and I actually prefer black refried beans, black bean refried beans okay. over the standard pinto beans. Yeah, it mm-hmm. just has more of a flavor to me. Yeah, I love it, and I always pour. This is a, this is a Taco Bell thing. I'm not going to lie; they don't do it anymore. <laughs> but back when I was in high school and college, okay, they had just a, a you would order. Can I have an order of pinto beans? And they would give you a little styrofoam cup. Yep. And add hot, hot, piping, piping hot, creamy, refried beans, and they would pour their Taco Bell taco sauce in it and top it with some cheese, all hot together. It was so good! I would just order that. Okay, anyway. Okay, is that editable? It was so good. <laughs> they haven't had that in so long. Um, but anyway, going back to <clears throat> authentic Mexican food. So, did you know that uh, the Mexican like traditional staple for Cinco de Mayo for the only one town or state in the entire country of Mexico that actually celebrates Cinco de Mayo, which is where the battle took place and they won. And they were the underdogs. The Mexican army was big time the underdogs. Yeah, they they were understaffed. Big time. They were not expected to, to beat the French army. But when they did... Uh, it was in a town called Pueblo, like I mentioned in the beginning, and they still to this day will will celebrate Cinco de Mayo big yep. time. It's huge, and their number one traditional staple is their main dish. Kind of like for us, Christmas is. You know, a lot of people have the Christmas ham, or for Thanksgiving, obviously turkey or whatever. Um, but there in Mexico, in the state of Pueblo, they do mole poblano mm. as their main traditional dish. Right. Now, poblano is obviously. Peppers, poblano pepper. In fact, I'm having some tonight mm-hmm. with my dinner. And a little and chocolate. Mole, 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 mole. If you don't know what mole is, you need to try it. It's actually um, made with cocoa powder. It's got chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. Not a sweet chocolate. Just no, a, yeah, no. Right. And obviously, you have a bunch of other Mexican flavors to go along with it. But that that it does make a very dark brown. Yes. Coloring. Yeah. And you do taste the chocolate just a. Hint. Yeah, I did a five-course dinner with uh, chocolate. I made a mole sauce in there. Oh, you and did? It, yeah, so I just, it was delicious and memorable. And yeah. I love using chocolate or cocoa or in dishes that make it unexpected. Right. If so. you guys haven't tried it before, if you're afraid to try it, don't be. Try it. It might turn out to be your number one favorite Mexican dish. You yeah. never know. Now, the one other dish I love to think about, this one, you're going to love this. It's an orange jicama salad. Herb would love that. My oh husband. my gosh! Yes, and you know, uh, it just you can put lots of cilantro in there. This very mm-hmm. simple, a uh, nice little vinaigrette you could use and like make an orange vinaigrette with that. Okay, like, and, and sections of orange and and things like that. It's very refreshing, very mm-hmm. light. You know, just delicious and good for you. Wow! And um, and besides that, butter lettuce tacos. You know, one of it, my favorite, by the way. Yeah, absolutely love. If you are somebody that's watching your girlish figure, mm-hmm. um, or your waistline, or whatever, especially with summer now coming up, and bikini season. Oh God! Yeah, why uh, did they put Cinco de Mayo <laughs> right by bikini season? I know they weren't thinking back there in the eighteen hundreds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, them in those bikinis like, in yeah. the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> but yeah, using the bib lettuce as a substitute for tortilla or for Mm -hmm. a taco shell yeah brilliant and delicious yeah and then you could put toppers on that like radish and red fresh red onion and Mm -hmm. and just like make it fresh delicious Mm -hmm. you know shredded chicken or or whatever you want to do like I, uh, I do shrimp. I know I've said shrimp a couple times because shrimp is actually my, you, you said you love fish tacos. Yeah, yeah. My favorite thing, uh, if I'm going to incorporate a seafood 
into my Mexican cuisine, yeah. my first choice, my, and that's just a personal thing, is shrimp. Right. So I love adding spicy blackened shrimp to any Mexican dish. Right on. It's really, really or good. Or like in a, you know, even just a flat, not your taco, and make a tostada mm-hmm. and do the same ingredients, you know, like with your bean or your avocado. Mm-hmm. And you can actually then put an egg on it and like. Why are you not married to my husband instead of me? Because he literally does that. Okay? Well, the two of you are like this. It's no wonder you're my best friend because I got you in girl form and I got my husband in male form. Ah, see, it's, it's, like a beautiful, it's, a, it's a beautiful life. It's the a beautiful both life. Both of you are the uh, same. And then you can top that with some mango salsa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some mango, cucumber, onion, jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And get a little spicy going Did you see on. that video that I did of making my tropical salsa oh, with yeah. everything that you just mentioned? Oh. Maybe not. It was a couple years ago. I should probably, for this Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo, I should bring that video back up. But yeah, I I layered in perfect, beautiful rows in my pan. This is all the pineapple. This is, you know, all the mango. This is all the jalapeno. And then I took my big, um, my spatula and I was like, ready, everybody? Oh. And just blended it all together. Golly. Oh, yeah. I love it. I mean, when those mangoes are nice and ripe, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. You know, mm-hmm. nothing worse, though, than a non-ripe mango. Um, so, yes. yes. A, a lot of people are afraid to cut up a mango just because cutting up a mango sometimes can get a little tricky. Yes. And uh, it's not real tricky once you get the hang of it. But what I do is take the vegetable peeler and then peel the mango. Uh, okay. With a vegetable peeler, and okay. then you slice it down because it's got an odd-shaped seed in it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you just want to make sure you get it ripe, or mm-hmm. make sure it's ripe. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times it can be nice and juicy. Juicy. And juicy. I love the juicy. Well, do you, we got to wrap things up because I'm ready to go celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but do you go anywhere in particular Um, I just go wherever the Ritas are. <laughs> I, I call Pretty them sure maybe probably everywhere. A fresh Rita. Nice. Yeah. No, but um, I like to make my Ritas with, um, you know, like a juice. You could use a, like a pomegranate juice or an orange mm-hmm. juice, mm-hmm. something that, and limeade or lime, yeah. fresh lime. But you can make them fresh or frozen. Yeah. And then you can sweeten them with monk fruit or stevia. So you can kind of save a few calories right there. There you so, go. Or, and well. a little sugar there content. are ways to get out there and enjoy days like this, holidays like this without feeling the guilt. Yeah. I did want to say really quick before we go that I have a friend that shocked me just the other day. We've been friends since I was little, yeah. like fifth grade. Okay. Okay. And now I'm, I'm 40 something. <laughs> so we've been <laughs> friends forever. And she told me, and I never knew, she doesn't like Mexican food. What the heck? How Who? is she your friend? Who doesn't like Mexican food, number one? (laughs) Number two, if you are one of the rando people out there that don't like Mexican food or it's just not your go-to or whatever, um, you can actually do things like um, you can grill out chicken wings, Mm -hmm. and but you can marinate them in a lot of lime juice, lime juice, cilantro, onions, in a big Ziploc bag. Cumin and chili. Yes, (laughs) and make some mojito wings on the grill. That sounds awesome. Just a nice little sidebar tip. You know, know. we're always looking for ways to celebrate. Yeah. Because you know what? We're just kind of a celebratory society, and we're happy 
to be here at your service <laughs> to help you celebrate I wish your, see your Cinco de Mayo. Your face right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a safe, delicious, awesome Cinco de Mayo this week. And make sure you keep checking back for all of our other episodes. Go to Healthy Eating 101, which is Megan's website. You can check me out on Instagram, which is Dishing with Donna. Again, just have an awesome Cinco de Mayo. All right. Arriba, arriba. Arriba. <laughs> Adios. Adios.